Hello, hello, and welcome to the Boeing Hammer Real Estate Podcast. I'm Paul Balzotti. I'm here with Mira Gregory. Hi there. Welcome. So happy. Thank you so much. So happy to be here. Yes, indeed. And today we're going to talk about what's been going on in the market, the market shift. And then last week we had Lee Rosellas on. And of course, you guys are business partners. You guys work yeah. together. And I talked with her about more about the buyer side of things and buyer tactics. Today, I want to talk to you about sellers and working with sellers and working with people considering selling their home or who are selling their home and kind of how that relates to how things have changed over the last few months. So let's get right into it. So before we get into what you've dealt with over the last few months working with sellers, how long have you been in the business? Uh, I just hit five years uh, working nice. working in the real estate industry. Uh, four of those years were at another brokerage. But as you know, last year, Lee and I joined you guys here. And it was uh, it was such a great move. We were very, very happy with that and wish we'd come over sooner. <laughs> Thank you for saying that. And we are really stoked to have you guys. And so since you've been here... Um, you've had some listings this year. You've had some success. Yep. So you've got them sold. And tell me uh, what it's been like because home prices were rocketing up right through the spring. Home prices are still up year over year, as you know. Mm -hmm. And we saw appreciation happening right up until really April, May, and then kind of climaxing at, in June. Then prices have been depreciating from June really right through today. Yeah, and um, that's... Five to 7%, 8%. And so things have been changing. So what have been, what kind of situations have you, have you come across over the last few months with sellers going through, prices are going up, then all of a sudden prices are going down. What's that been like for you with, with sellers? Well, I think the most challenging part was right when things were changing, because obviously the market took a shift right around June, because I think it was right in the first week of June that interest yeah. rates started started going up and have pretty steadily gone up since then. Yeah. Um, so at first, working with sellers, it was like we were all kind of trying to adjust and figure out how the market was going to change, how much interest rates were going to go up. So we were kind of all waiting and, and just trying to set realistic expectations of, hey, things are shifting a little bit without any of us really knowing how, how big that shift was going to That's be. true. So I'd say some of the some of the challenging listings I had were right when that shifting was happening because you you set the expectations of what's going what you think is going to happen in the market and then it continues to shift kind of kind of underneath your feet. I'd yeah. say right now uh, working with sellers, you know, we all have a better understanding of of what the market has been consistently doing for the past six months with interest rates rising, um, and we're able to better predict what that means for the future for for how how a seller's experience with selling their home is going to go. Yeah. Uh, the biggest conversation I'm having with sellers right now is just setting those realistic expectations because, as you know, sellers have been very, very spoiled in Bellingham and it's been a hot market for a very long time and, and a frenzied market over the past couple of years um, because of COVID. And so now we're, we're just having to make that adjustment of, hey, we're going to have to work a little bit harder to get your home prepped and ready. We're going to have to really make sure that you look great in comparison to the, uh, to the alternative options because there's just fewer buyers who can afford to buy right now. Yeah. And so you brought up earlier when you mentioned right when that shift was happening, it was like, okay, well, maybe prices are just dropping 1% or 2% or maybe they're leveling out. Mm -hmm. And they were when rates were sitting at five to 6% because the demand was still there. And so we thought, okay, it, it's pretty much leveling out. And then rates go up another percent. Then they go up another, they go from five to six, 
and then now six to what are we at right now? Oh, just over seven. Just over seven percent. So of course, people are getting creative with financing to to get their rate lower than that. But obviously, it you know lowers their buying power. And you're right; it was difficult during that period to if you're right listing your house right then and you just missed it. Um, But you're also right in that now we've kind of recalibrated and we're in the fall season, which which is cyclically just kind of already a slower season. Mm -hmm. And so we can now give our sellers better expectations of what to expect. Yes, it could take a month or two to sell. We're always trying to sell our houses in the first, you know, our listings in the first week or two. And we have a lower days on market average than other companies. But you're right. It's all about the expectations. Talk about, um, you mentioned, okay, so things are slower. It's a little harder to sell your house. But, you know, homes are still selling. I think the statistics was we're still seeing 45% of homes selling in the first 30 days. Yep. Whereas during the peak, it was 85 to 90%. So basically everything was selling. Now almost half of houses are selling in the first 30 days, which is still a pretty solid market. But what to be one of those under 50% or one of those one of those just under 50%, so that are actually selling in the first 30 days, when you talked about setting expectations and helping the seller, what exactly are you, like what does that conversation look like you get to their house, you're talking to them about, they're, they're, they think they want to get X amount for their house. What things are you discussing with them to make sure that they're in a position to have it sell in the first 30 days? Absolutely. Well, I think the important thing is is going out and seeing the home, talking with your seller, asking them what their budget is, because uh, now we need to be a little bit more thoughtful and careful about how we prepare these homes before we list them. So normally we're taking a little bit more time to, to prepare them. Um, some of the big things that have been really successful are new coats of paint on the inside. If we've got some funky wall colors or room colors, you know, little girls' rooms painted pink, we might want to might want to bring that back to a more more neutral uh, color just to make it something that's going to be a little bit more appealing. Because previously, a lot of buyers could would walk in and be like, "Oh yeah, no problem. We're gonna we're gonna have to repaint." But now, when we want we want those listings to be the choice ones to look better than all the alternatives, it's really important to to take care of all those little things um, before we list. Um, in addition to paint, a lot of things are going to be like deferred maintenance that needs to be taken care of or just hiring a landscaper to make sure that you have really great curb appeal. Um, professional photography, obviously, is a huge thing. It's always been a huge thing in our market. Yeah. But um, staging has also been something that's that's been really important now as well. Uh, Lee and I actually had a listing that... Um, a couple that went on the market a couple of weeks ago, and the seller was amazing. She she wants to sell it. She's highly motivated. She let us pull out all the stops. We got you know new paint. We got all the carpets cleaned. It was professionally cleaned. It's professionally staged. She got landscapers. The house looked immaculate. It was a huge difference between when we first walked into the home and then looking at it after we'd done everything. And it's that first impression. You know, you only get one yeah. chance to make a first impression with your buyers. So going through and taking the time and effort to to do that with your sellers and, and have those conversations and and put in the work before listing it is really, really important right now. Well, and, you know, the thing is, is, is if you can't do that work, then you are in a position where you're going to have to price it extremely aggressively, mm-hmm. right? Because generally speaking, what sells in a slower market is cream puffs. And I love the word cream mm-hmm. puff. And um, I love the word cream puff, not because I use it seriously, but I, I, I was trained on that word when I was early in my real estate career. And I know you know that mm-hmm. word too. And in real estate, we'd say, 
you know, you know, if it's a cream puff, it's going to sell fast. And, um, that, and I joke only with that term with people now, but since say, Oh, that's a, a cream puff. But all that really means of course is what you're talking about. You go into that home, everything sparkles. It looks great. Mm. It's turnkey and it's priced. It's, and it's the best, best house on the market in that range. And you can just tell it's the nicest. And so, you know, it's going to, you know, it's going to sell. And so you're trying to, for your seller, be the cream puffer in in the market at that time. And, um, and then of course we have the resources, you know, like Market Ready Plus to help them get the house ready. Yeah. And I know you've took advantage of that. Yeah. I'm super glad you brought Um, that up. So I was going to talk about that (laughs) as well. For anybody who doesn't know, we have this really cool program where we partner with, uh, with some construction uh, folks around town and some contractors and we can help, um, they can help get that work that needs to be done to the house done. And then people are able, the sellers are able to pay um, at closing. Yeah. And then, so when you think about this market that we're in now where you got to put more work in to get the house ready you got to position it a little bit more aggressively um what do you how do you like this market versus a faster market what is your feelings about the market now and where it's going that's a great question. I think I think a lot of people just don't like change. Yeah. So any type of change in the market is a little bit scary. But for me personally, I think it's a really good thing that we're moving towards a more balanced market. Um, it's just been crazy here in Bellingham over the past couple of years. And you know, at the at the height of that, buyers were having to waive all of their contingencies and um, waive, waive their inspections, waive their appraisals, pay ridiculous amounts over asking price. And and while yeah, that's that's great for sellers. I think that it's an unsustainable trend for the overall health of the market. And I like looking at the long term. Like I want Bellingham to be a healthy market for people to buy and sell in for for years and years and years to come. And so when we have a little bit more of a balanced market, I think honestly the outcomes are better for everybody when buyers are able to conduct inspections and able to get appraisals. It helps keep our market in check and a little bit more where I think it needs to be in a more sustainable place. Yeah, I read a statistic that something like 75% of home buyers that purchased in the last 12 months are somewhat unhappy about some aspect of their purchase. And what I believe that's related to is, you know, they were in bidding wars and and more than 50% of the time in our market, at least, and in, I think in most markets, they were waiving inspection, like you're saying, waiving contingencies. And so when you're buying a home, making the biggest decision of your life with so much waived and then paying more than you want to pay, even if you're sitting on a great rate, you know, there's some things that can go wrong from that or some, you know, or some regret that can come from that. And at least now, you know, Lee brought this up last week, you know, that, you know, I like she said something like, you know, the rates are where they are, um, you know, home prices are where they are. And if you can make everything work and make your move in these market conditions, at least, you know, where they are right now. And, you know, you can make a logical decision. You can take the time to make those mm-hmm. decisions. You don't feel rushed. And for a seller, you know, we're having more uh, contingent offers accepted, right? So it's easier to, even though it takes a little, it's a little more difficult to sell your house, it's easier to write a contingent offer and possibly be able to buy and sell at the same time. Whereas in a really fast moving market, it's very difficult to buy and sell at the same time. So it's actually a better market, a more balanced market for making a buy sell um, because, you know, it's still strong enough to get your house sold. Like, we're still selling just about everything that we list might just take longer, but then, you know, you turn around and then, 
you know, you you might get a little less for your house and you might have to put in a little bit more work, but then you're going to get a better deal when you buy and you're going to be able to do that buy and sell um, in the same market. And that's kind of the biggest thing is being able to buy and sell, you know, in the same market. And that was that was also tougher to do a few months ago too, right? Yeah, absolutely. And and at part of the whole, you know, inspection contingencies are back, contingent offers are back as well. And, yeah. and that's a great point that that's a really good thing for sellers as well, because they're able to live in their home until they until they can get a contingent offer accepted. Whereas previously, a lot of sellers were having to sell their home first and go move into a hotel or stay with family, just so that they'd be in the position of not having to write a contingent offer because contingent offers were pretty rarely to get accepted in a in a really fast hot market like Bellingham has been. So again, yeah. I think I think that the mellowing out and us going back to a more traditional, more balanced market is a really good thing for everybody. What about if you have a client who um is not sure about making a move right now in the fall winter versus the spring, next spring, summer, what are you advising them as far as like timing right now? Gotcha. Well, it all depends on their on their circumstances. Obviously, if you're buying and selling in the same market, that's a that now's a great time to do it because yeah, it's going to take you a little longer to get your home sold, but you're also going to be able to get an offer accepted and have more options as well. For folks who are so again, John John Alex John Lennox Scott always tells us that buying and selling in the same market is a is a great move, and that right. holds true for hot markets and for more mellow markets like we've got right now. Um, one of the other things that I want to talk about, though, when we're talking about if you need to buy or sell, mm -hmm. if you are able to afford right now, I still think that this is a really good time to buy. But there's just a lot of uncertainty over over what interest rates are going to do. And that's why a lot of buyers are kind of sitting, sitting this couple of months out and seeing um, seeing what things are going to do um, in the spring. And my recommendation has always been, hey, you know, interest rates, they are what they are. You know, seven is a little on the high side, historically speaking. But historically speaking, five or six percent is has been pretty normal over the mm -hmm. over the past decade. We just got really spoiled with the three, three and a half percent over the past couple of years. Yeah. But when uh, with interest rates being what they are right now, the conversation that I've been having with buyers um, and this relates back to sellers because you can't talk right, about sellers right. without yeah. talking about a lot of buyers. People selling have to buy afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The thing that I um, talk with them about is, hey, you know, interest rates are what they are. If you can find a way to afford it, like through doing a um, buying down your points or doing a 2-1 buy down, there's a lot of creative options that lenders have right now. If you can find a way to, to afford to buy right now, let's think about the future and what's going to happen. Three things are going to happen. Either the interest rates are going to go down, they're going to go up, or they're going to stay the same. If they go down, that's great. Refinance, get a better rate. You've got your home and you can kind of see what the market's going to do and, and how you'd like to proceed from there. If they're going to go up, you might have missed your opportunity to afford a home now and be you might be priced out of the market. So right. as long as you can afford now, now's still a good time to buy. Or they're going to stay the same and, and nothing's going to change, which I think is highly unlikely because we live in a shifting market that's continually changing. But you'll at least have the opportunity to be a homeowner. And that's a conversation I've been having with a lot of first-time homebuyers who are really nervous about, about stepping into the market and owning a home right now in, the, in this in this market. But we need those first-time homebuyers to come back and help support. And, and yeah. uh, that's really going to help shift the market as well when we get more, more folks who are comfortable and, and re-enter the market as buyers. Yeah. And, you know, the in our market, when you look at the statistics the we have let's say a two and a half month supply about right now whereas we were under a one month supply um earlier in the year well two and a half month supply as you know is still of historically that's still 
almost a buyer's market. You're calling it a balanced market. I agree. It's definitely like really feels like a really balanced market right now. But historically, that's still a seller's market, even a two and a half month supply. So there is still plenty of and the demand has gone come down a little bit. But generally speaking, there's still more people moving here than moving away. There's still not enough new construction, not enough supply. So you're right. As far as affordability goes, you know, I, I'm with you where I don't think that it becomes more affordable, you know, moving forward. If prices come down more, it's because rates keep going up it, and that doesn't make it more affordable, yeah. you know, unless you're, I guess, if you're cash, maybe um, if you want to hold out and you think that rates are going to go up, but that's your guess that, because if rates go up, prices will come down a little bit more, right? Mm -hmm. If rates go back down though, in the spring. Prices will go up. Yeah, exactly. And and I think that that's different in our market than some others is there's some parts of the country where I think the supply and demand, it might be five, six months supply already. And um, and then even if rates go down, things won't rebound the same way. Whereas in our market, you know, things are going to be pretty steady because of the demand in our area still. I oh, mean, absolutely. With, with, with your with your buyers, I mean, how many or with your listings? I mean, how, what's the percentage? I, you know, the, I'm just kind of asking, actually, like, um, I, maybe either how, you haven't had that many, but how many people have been coming from out of town still, the people that you've either worked with directly or indirectly this year? Um, I see it's probably 50-50 folks, that's, that's folks a lot, who are, are yeah. coming from out of town or, yeah. or who are moving locally. Yeah. 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 So you've had, where are the, where are the people coming in from out of town? Uh, Seattle, California, and Texas. Yeah, it yeah. sounds about right, though. Yeah, it does. It does. It's like it's like people are either moving to Texas or here from Texas. It's yeah, a, it's like maybe based on their political view or something. You know, well, Bellingham's such an amazing, cool yeah. town. I mean, I've been here for almost twenty years, and there's yeah. so many amazing things that draw people to this area. Which Wait, is, where were you? Where were you? Where were you originally from? Uh, I grew up in Duval, Washington. Duval, we'll see your Pacific Northwest. Yeah, it's a it's yeah. like a suburb of a suburb of, yes. of, a, yes. of Seattle. It's about an hour and a half south of here. Big old cow town, four thousand yeah. people when I was yeah. growing up. But <laughs> so I was very happy to move to Bellingham. Yeah. But um, again, there's so many cool things and cool aspects in Bellingham that people that people love, and that's why I think we've been kind of supported, and we still are in a seller's market. And thank you for bringing that up because that yeah. two and a half months supply of inventory, historically speaking and technically yeah. speaking, that's still considered a seller's market. It's just not the strong, crazy seller's market that we've been used to. So it's feeling way more balanced. But I think it doesn't it doesn't shift over to a buyer's market until there's three plus three plus yeah. month supply. And it and it seems to be in the last thing I'll say, and I know we're we're kind of run a little long on time as far as how long we normally do this, but I'm enjoying this conversation. But um, you know, one other thing is, you know, when uh when we're at three months supply, two months supply, there's kind of another statistic that we haven't talked about, which is, well, we talked briefly about it, the percentage of homes selling in the first 30 days. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you noticed from Lennox's uh, stats that he sends us, but he had noted that the last two weeks were having a smaller percentage selling in the first week, which is to, to your point that the days on market is increasing when you brought that up about sellers. So it's almost like, there's just as many people based on how many listings, there's still a pretty steady amount of pending sales happening, but more of those buyers are waiting a week, two weeks, three weeks, four weeks longer to try to make sure they're getting a good deal yeah. because the rates are squeezing them. And so that opening weekend where we try to make that big listing launch push to get it sold, 
it's getting more and more difficult to to get it sold in that opening weekend because a lot of buyers are almost rejecting even writing an offer that opening weekend because they do not want to overpay right now. They want to be extra careful. They want to see if the if the price is going to come down or if it can sit on long enough for them to negotiate. So it's just it's just the intensity of things is slowing down and um, and buyers are very cautious. But they're still there and they're still yeah, ready and, to jump and if it's a good are, deal. Buyers are aware of that, that they have more power yeah. and that they don't have to, you know, rush rush home after seeing the house hit the market on Friday and write an offer right away because the market the market shifted. And and that's, a, I think, a good thing for them. But, yeah, they are out there. They're just a little bit more cautious, which yeah. is which is prudent given given uh, how in the given how interest rates are right now. So if you want to sell the first week, it's got to be a cream puff. Like I said, it's got to be and it's got to be listed for under market value. Yeah. Like all you, the good, you, the yeah, cream you have to puffs be aggressive. that are good deals. Those yeah, are, you're right. Those are you almost have quick. to be aggressive. You have to be, yeah, you have to be, uh, and when you say under market value, you mean under what things have recently been sold, yeah. sold for because yep. if things are slightly down, then you have to be, you have to be aggressive to that. And so, yeah, so good stuff. Well, um, thanks for sitting down with me. My pleasure. It was to be a great here. conversation. Um, I love your um, you and, and Lee's approach. We talked about this last week. I love how you guys are. You take a pretty data driven approach and a very um, consultation level approach. You're not you're not um, salesy about anything you're doing, and you're really looking out for your client's best interest. And um, so I appreciate you and the way you work. And um, if you want to reach out to Mira, you could reach Mira directly. Otherwise, thank you for listening or watching. And uh, cheers, guys.